Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome everybody to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here back with Professor Drag. Hope you guys are all doing well. I thought we'd step back and talk uh, about something a little bit different here. Something that's sort of related to money making and economies and all that, simply because, you know, there's only so much we can discuss with uh, presidential debates and UFOs and all that such. But um, one thing that you've mentioned that sort of throws everything through the window when it comes to aspects of the Green New Deal and renewable energy, sustainable energy, that's something that I've been seeing a lot lately, right? The big push here is obviously for keeping things green hybrid vehicles, lithium-ion batteries, especially because we've had a lot of discussions about that aspect. And a big thing that I'm seeing, not just uh, uh, a lot of companies doing, but uh, in my own industry, is actually selling solar. And when I say selling solar, we might have touched on this in previous episodes, but like installing solar paneling on roofs, having solar solar panels in your backyard. And that's actually a big industry. That's something that uh, people seem to care about a lot. It was very, very heavy in the Bay Area. You know, it would be, it was actually very common to go to like a neighborhood like Brentwood or Antioch. We're talking like outside of the Bay. So not Oakland and San Francisco. And you would see solar panels installed on uh, these houses. Because that's the law. It's mandated that new houses have to have solar panels. <laughs> well, that I didn't know. Why didn't you just hit me with that? But <laughs> No, but it's a joke because it doesn't work. But anyway. Why is there a law for solar panels? I want to talk about two things on this on today's episode. So the, the cost for it, the sustainability of it, and if it actually is something that has any kind of long-term like, can it work? Because you've, you've criticized solar panels and solar energy in the past because of its effect on the ecosystem, the life around it. But, but strictly from a, from a, like a standpoint for, for homes, right? Um, number one, I mean, is it something that, that you support? Is it something that you stand by? And what are your thoughts? Well, okay, look, solar energy can work. But because we don't understand it, it's not working and it's the truth it's um the truth is we honestly do not know enough about the sun and all of the properties of the sun we just don't know like nobody could honestly explain with 100 percent absolute truth like you know geom uh, geometry type accuracy why certain soils like why would the sun create like strawberries in one area and gum in another area why is that like how come strawberries can't grow in sedan well we're talking about we're talking about uh humidity we're talking about relativity to the equator climate that has a big part of it right 
Not really, because you can like you can grow basically anything in California, and it's not because of all of the climate and the humidity and da 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 da. We can grow anything here, but the thing is, because our soil, our dirt is good, but you know, it, it's. I know all of that has a factor in it, but we honestly just don't know why. How come, uh, like, you know, I don't know if you ever heard of the Japanese dragon pine tree. Uh, it's like this tree that grows in Japan that has like these red needles. It's pretty cool. We can grow this here in California. We, like, but it won't grow in other areas. It just won't grow. Why? And the thing is, how come? Like, of course, like in the Antarctic, blah, 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 it's too cold. Things can't grow, blah, 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 blah. But some things can grow. Right. And, and that's the thing. It, and we don't know enough about our sun, our elements. We just don't know enough to honestly, like there was a, a pineapple guava farm in Los Gatos. Right. In the mountains. And I don't know why that can take... Whereas pineapples can't grow in Kansas. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, oh, anyway. Um, so anyway, so long story short, because of our lack of knowledge and what the sun really does, mm -hmm. uh, because the biggest, as they say, mistake that was made with solar panels was the reduction of rain, the reduction of plant life. You, you know, nobody foresaw that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not that nobody i mean i don't want to say i foresaw it because i knew it because anything I, and i've always believed in this if it's not natural we cannot do it but right. can you put a solar panel on top of a car well yeah why because cars are driven on asphalt they're not driven on dirt mm -hmm. but a house isn't on asphalt it's it's literally on dirt you know uh, most houses are elevated a little bit. There's a crawl space underneath everybody's homes. So it's really, it's, it's just like a, a couple of bricks on top elevating the house. Right. There's space between the floor, uh, I mean the earth, the dirt, and the house, the construction. So there's still natural dirt underneath the house. So when you put solar panels on the house, it's somehow, some way affecting how the sun, and it's interesting too, because we're actually talking about this. Um, this has really nothing to do with anything, but we were talking about, you know, sonic guns. I don't know if you know what a sonic gun is, but they used it in Cuba mm -hmm. against our embassy to get people sick. With sound waves, you can get people sick. And um, anyway, so we were speaking about that. And because uh, somebody has a small little sonic gun, I guess it's like a like a, some sort of like deterrent for dogs and right. teenagers. So if you have a bunch of teenagers, you don't want them hanging around. You use this sonic gun on them, mm -hmm. and it deters kids from hanging out in your yard. I'm not kidding you. It's a real thing. Uh, I don't know if it works, but we were talking about the science of it, and and if I thought it actually worked, and I said no because. I don't believe it's it's an, like these people are getting hurt because when sound travels through glass or through uh, any type of semi-permeable, you know, uh, um, wall, you know, it's going to just, the sound is dispersed. And then it, it, it's 
the sound, it's a wave, and then it goes through us particles through the window or, or the door or the wall, whatever, all that sheetrock, asbestos. It has to go through all that stuff. And then it gets reassembled once it's in normal air and it lost its effectiveness. So, right. you know, we still don't understand these principles. We just don't. Well, so, so here's the thing. This is a big thing that I want to dive into it, right? Is that solar panels actually don't work. But here's the thing. It's one of the biggest alternative energy sources that the government subsidizes. Well, you look at Solyndra. That is the best example. Remember Fremont? You were here during Solyndra. So Solyndra was off of the 880. (laughs) And the government gave them like almost $2 billion. And they went bankrupt in a year. (laughs) I'm not kidding. But that's the thing. Look, solar energy works. I'm not kidding you. Uh, I know people that, honest to God, they take out all their batteries and they just, they rig it. They put a solar panel on the car. It will generate enough energy for their car. Of course it works, but but what's the big thing? Where does it hiccup? Where does it stop working or falls? Because it's a small, okay, look, a car is very little. It takes very little energy to get a car to move. It's just how it works. It's it's all about kinetic energy. If you understand the basics of uh, how energy works, you know. Well, because here, let's talk about that because I've always wondered that. With cars, right, when we think about just like, say, combustion engines, it's something that burns, right? And when something burns, what used to be potential energy becomes kinetic energy, right? There's thrust. Yeah. And, and I think that, I mean, there's no, like, for example, when solar power gets converted into electricity, you can have cars run on electricity and it'll create thrust. But I feel like you lose a lot in the process, right? When, when panels collect solar energy, it either takes a lot to power a car or in the process of say you're, you have a, 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 like a sort of a photovoltaic cell. It doesn't actually collect enough for you to be able to power the car in terms of the ratio. You know what I mean? Like it's actually just easier, more cost efficient. And I don't know about, I don't know about cleaner, but you might as well just have your car run on gas. And that's why there's always the big debate over, not just solar powered cars, but lithium ion hybrid cars versus regular cars, you know, granted you shouldn't go out there and drive like, you know, <laughs> a Dodge challenger that, you know, gets eight miles to a gallon. That's all you, you get taxed on that. We know that, but that's the big thing here is that um, it's funny how the government will subsidize solar panels. Right. And as you mentioned here in some homes, some neighborhoods actually mandate that you have solar panels in some areas. So the government will subsidize it. You need to have solar panels, yet a bank won't give you money to go out and get a solar panel and no one will lend you money when it comes to solar. Like, do you know anybody who invests in solar? Uh, no, because there's no technology. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's no, like, I'm not kidding you. This might sound very fantastical, but it's true. A company or a group of scientists in Israel literally can get your car going with no engine at all. No battery, no engine. Everything is literally in the wheels. The steering, everything is in the tires, in the wheels. It's amazing. (laughs) 
but that's what solar energy could honestly do for you. So do, do you think, okay, there's that, but do you think that mandating it by a law, do you think no, that a lot of people in these progressive states are under a scam? Because here's the big thing, right? The government is the only sort of entity that will probably back solar. But here's the deal. We all know that switching to home solar actually doesn't save you thousands of dollars. It just doesn't. But it costs a lot of money to get that stuff installed. You're, you, like, like, here's the thing. You're under the impression that you're going to save as much as, say, 50 to 70% of your monthly utility bills when it comes to electricity or gas or I don't know what not, right, from, say, a solar service provider. But there's actually, that's actually not the case. You actually pay around the same. But you just spent thousands of dollars for what? Three by five feet worth of solar paneling on your roof? And that's what I want to talk about. Well, see, but that's... Uh, no, so let's talk about that. But I heard it's actually more. It's more expensive to own solar panels and solar energy. Because that's what I heard. I heard PG&E is, is charging people. Like an, at the end of the year, there's like an added like two to $300 uh, some kind of fee. For, for solar? They're being boycotted. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because PG&E doesn't use like that. That's counterproductive for PG&E. Well, the mandate. For, okay, so the okay, so the actual mandate for solar energy, solar panels, is going to start in a couple of months. So it's in 2020. That's when it really kicks in. But all the home buy, uh, the all the developers are putting in solar panels because they want to get a, a a leg up and right. try to get their costs down. But anyway, but that's neither here nor there. But here, here's what's wrong. Okay, so when the government mandates these things, they're mandating something that we haven't perfected. We haven't. Like those big, giant solar energy fields. It's not perfected. We have Those are really just experiments. We're, we're trying to figure it out because we're trying to learn how to store solar energy. Well, well yeah, so, and let's, let's talk about that more. But one thing I want to add is that the big debate is not whether or not like solar energy can work for you. We know that solar energy can work, but here's the thing. Is, are we going for clean energy and efficient energy or are we going for expensive electricity? That's the big question. You see what I mean? Expensive electricity for the sake of clean energy. And here's the thing. Is it really clean, right? Because we don't know about the whole carbon footprint, even though I don't like saying that, that a lot of these environmentalists will say, that's the question here because this, okay, so for example, the only way to illustrate this, is a, this, this in, in an, an analogy for a lot of people to digest is to say something like, for example, you know those people that would basically just walk into a Whole Foods just to buy toilet paper? <laughs> That's basically what this is, right? It's kind of like you're paying more for inefficiency, for more expensive like necessity commodity to do the same job and that's what I, that's what i think that's my theory on this because it makes no economic sense anywhere from what i've looked at it doesn't actually reduce your costs when it comes to electricity they're really really expensive and they don't always work yeah that's what i, I see i agree with everything you just said because the thing is okay Never, you know, solar power will give you cheap electricity, said no one ever. Said yeah. no one ever. It's see, expensive electricity is what it is. You no, know, but it is. It's more, see, because it costs a lot. Okay, so here's how people get you. So, like, 
you know, I don't want to pick on any companies, but there was this one company and they do solar panels. And um, I don't know if you work for these guys or not, but, <laughs> but I don't, cause I don't want to say any names, but the biggest scam is they charge a rental fee for the storage box, like the extra. So, you know, like a little box you could store, like if there's a blackout yeah. generator comes on. So they have a little storage tank. They charge you a hundred bucks a month for that rental fee of the storage box. So you can store energy at night or during a blackout or whatever. And I'm thinking if that's not the biggest bunch of BS, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, that's insane. A hundred dollars for storage. That's, that's insane. It doesn't make any sense, but you know, these solar panel companies can charge that, that money. I'd, I'd be like, why can't you just sell it to me? You know what I mean? Just if it's, if, why would I have to rent it for you for a hundred bucks? Just sell it to me for a thousand or 1500, which still makes it very expensive because PG&E will hook you up your house for free. They don't charge you for that unless it's, it's undeveloped. Like, you know, there's no electricity running down that road or whatever. Or if you have to pave a new road, you have to bring electricity to your area. And then that's when somebody's going to charge you for that. But if there's electricity at the road and your house is close enough, PG&E will hook it up for free. Yeah. But these solar companies are charging you a hundred a month for a rental storage box, something you need at night or during a blackout or any other emergency that, you know, that will block out the sun, like massive hurricanes or, or, uh, tornadoes or something, you know, and it's, it's insane. So no, the, the, and that's why the government mandates these things because the government, these politicians have a lot invested in these companies. And I'll, and I'll name a, a politician. That's a very good example. Okay, there's this guy named uh, Peralta. I don't know if you ever Peralta Community College. Community colleges is yeah, of course, all over Lake Merritt and all that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that that polit- yeah, so Mr. Peralta, he was appointed to the California Air Resources Board. He was in charge of finding companies for air quality violations. But what people didn't realize was that as an administrator uh, Mr. Peralta, because he was a politician, once he got termed out, he went to CARB, right? <laughs> Which is a sure. joke. So 80% of the fines went to his community college, Peralta College. <laughs> and he directed everything over there. And he was directly benefiting from those uh, fines. And uh, And that's the same thing. So like, uh, you know, Peralta was the one that put up a lot of money behind that stupid community college and all, okay. So once you like the fine is just part of the penalty, right? When you get a violation. So like, let's say you own a trunking company and your truck is too much, uh, dirty, uh, what it's a big, heavy polluter. So that, that company Mm-hmm. It's going to now have to not just pay the fine that goes 80% goes to Peralta Community College, but the training is also only done at Peralta Community College. So these violators have to pay for the classes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Dean, per- I don't want to say his name, but Mr. Peralta benefits from 
like literally all that money goes to his school and he gets a big chunk of that money from that community college. It wasn't named after him like the way John Burroughs Middle School is named after him. It's named after him because he's a benefactor. He's an investor in that college. So it's, it's a community college, but it's also like a private community college. And right. That's why the government does what it does. Huh. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think that I don't know much about Peralta, but then I think that makes sense because there's a political motivation. And that's the thing well, is like, but he's making money. Yeah. Well, it's not the political motivation. The motivation is the money. <laughs> does, that, does that make sense? Yeah. Because uh, Peralta is making money and he's using the college as a ways to launder that money. And, and, and uh, if, if people really are interested in that, you can go to killcarb.org <laughs> and Dr. Bill Wattenberg, he, 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 he chronicles this very well. And I know it's an obscure website, and, 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 but you know, I know a lot of people that are like real scientists and, 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 and you know, ethical scientists. They're not like just BS dudes, you know, like real ethical and they, and they all track it too. And, and because it should be illegal what right. this guy's doing, but it's not. Somehow, some way, it slipped through the cracks. And I mean, think about it. Look at Solyndra. You know Solyndra. Everybody who drove on 880 from San Jose to Oakland has seen Solyndra. It's a yeah. company. Almost $2 billion went to them. And why? Because Obama's guy, like, <laughs> he was a big investor. I'm not, not a big investor. The government gave him money. But he was like one of Obama's people on his campaign, his major campaign director, was behind Solyndra. Like, he's like the CEO or somebody like that of Solyndra. Everybody in the solar energy field that got money from Obama are all out of business <laughs> except for one company. And they're the only ones and they're struggling and they have yet to make money. And Nevada's pissed off because why? They were promised all this, like all the people in Nevada pay for their own uh solar panels and 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 they're off the grid basically because you could be so have solar and be off the grid yeah but as soon as they're put on the grid what they were promised where they were never going to be on the grid or pay for anything the government took over <laughs> put everybody on a grid on the grid and now they're being charged and and the people in nevada paid for the infrastructure that they are now have to be uh, charged for using. The government did not do that. And the company in charge that got billions, again, was a crony of the Obama administration. So that's why these things are done. I mean, it's, that's solar energy. Solar energy does work, just like you know, oil-based energy works. Natural gas-based energy works. It's just not very economical, and that's what we would like, is for it to be cheap and accessible in, the, in that regard. Well, the thing is like this. Energy is cheap, but when the government gets involved, it becomes expensive. Seriously, all those people in Nevada who bought their own solar panels and became energy independent away from the government, that was a good investment because, you know, you pay like a thousand bucks and for the rest of your life, you got free energy. 
but that didn't last long. I mean, it took him like maybe eight years, you know, and then after, uh, uh, no, after five years, the government goes, oh, we tricked you. We're going to put you on the grid and now we're going to have to, you're going to have to pay. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like solar energy works, but people have to realize the dangers of solar energy, just like any other. Like, look, oil is toxic. Oil is poison. Natural gas can kill you. Solar energy can kill you. It's all dangerous because we just don't know enough about it. We just really, we don't. I mean, we do, we know enough to make it work and, and all these great things. But at the same time, uh, it kind of goes back to that one pastor guy that we were talking about yesterday. Because this is where he's correct. When we start to play God, then that's that's when technology and our attempts to control energy becomes dangerous. You know what I mean? And the thing is, so like the reason why I say solar energy doesn't work is because solar energy, the way how we harness the sun is bad for the environment. Mm -hmm. It's bad for life because the sun knows what to do in order to get a tree to grow right a certain way and produce certain fruits because obviously the location has a big part to if it's going to be a papaya tree or a gum tree mm-hmm. and like all the things you said earlier it's true but somehow some way the sun's rays knows how Oh, the plants know how to synthesize certain elements from the sun. <laughs> we gotta <laughs> make it possible. Hold on a second. Uh. Yep, just another day at the office. You know, I leave all this stuff in, and people just have to deal with it. But uh... hold on. All right, sorry about that. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you're on another day at the office. <laughs> no, but anyway, so going back to, uh, look, it works. Solar energy works. I, I, I stanley firmly, you know, I hate to say things like, because I hate to give endorsements because uh, we shouldn't, but Alex Jones sells a solar. Uh, Does he really? Yeah, he sells. Uh, no, but it really, it's, it's quite, it's probably the best in the market. Uh, a solar energy powered uh, generator there you go guys go find it on infowarstore.com infowarstore.com no but it it actually it's probably the best in the market it it, it's a little expensive but it really does work like i saw the the schematics yeah genius and uh and it's quiet and it's perfect for guys in rvs yeah but that's the thing is that it's an outdoor uh it's like, I mean, I've seen a lot of these solar generators and they're pretty nifty. Like if you're going camping with your family, you know, and you want survival gear and you got a, like a solar panel, like I get it, you know, that, that stuff can work. Well, the, but the storage of it is insane. Like it stores boatloads of energy. So even if it's not on, you can still get it to work. <laughs> and that's the thing. And it's cheap. I mean, it's, it's still 2,500 bucks, but Come on, it's better than paying some dude a hundred dollars a month forever. As long as you own that house in, in perpetuity, you're, you're 
paying for the rest of your life, $100. That's not worth that kind of, and it's a small storage unit. It only lasts, like, it gives you like 10 hours of storage. That's BS. Whereas Alex Jones thing gives you hundreds of hours of storage. <laughs> Why are we endorsing Alex Jones' products right now? I mean, some of it is all right, I guess, but. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, you got to look at it. Are you on it? I don't I'm know. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. So, yeah, it's power generator, solar power generators, solar. Yeah, just, just. No, solar. no, you're, you're not, you're not kidding. And I mean, it is probably up here. Uh, let's see here. Generator. Now I'm just going to type in Alex Jones. I mean, it would appear that he does. He does sell it. Solar powered radio flashlight. <laughs> Yeah, but well, I think that one thing that I want to go back to that you mentioned was just the impact environmentally, right? Because ultimately, the sun knows what it does to in order to help sustain and produce life. Really, that that that's the basis of all life comes from the sun. Like we think it's actually from the planet, but life only exists because of the sun's rays. You know, and as far as creating life because plants grow from sunlight you know animals eat the plants that yada yada that's just how it works but have you noticed that this is also something that's consistent across a lot of different forms of of uh what we would call green sustainable renewable energy i mean take dams for example right i mean hydroelectric power but what do dams do at the end of the day i mean you create yeah clean hydroelectric energy but you also destroy the ecosystems yeah it causes, <laughs> it causes droughts it causes droughts to happen water levels to get lowered you know and uh the only dams that are all right are when beavers make them but when man creates you know the giant hoover have you ever seen the hoover dam it's huge it's like the biggest <laughs> i mean it's it's not like china's dam um that's a what were we gonna add? I don't know what's funny. Yeah, there's a good movie. It's a cartoon that talks about that. It's it's uh, uh what's it called? Madagascar. The cartoon. Oh, yeah. No, but it's literally they show like uh, uh you know Alex the lion, the the main character from Madagascar. Yeah, he goes to Africa, go finds his parents, and then they build the dam. And guess what? Now all the animals are starving. The ecosystem, the plants are being destroyed. Why? Because the New Yorkers built a dam ah. and blocked up all the water that was supposedly going to this uh, uh, reservation. This stop the flow. Yeah, and but that's actually true. That's why that cartoon's act, and your description's accurate too. It, it's it's common sense. And uh, come on, it was even in Madagascar. So. Uh, no, but that's the thing. Like people honestly don't understand. And, and I think this is what this guy was talking about, but he didn't really do a good job explaining it. That one pastor dude, technology is bad when we are unaware of the consequences it has on other living beings and ourselves, because we still don't know a solar energy. Like, honestly, uh, the only reason why I know about what happens to solar panels is because my buddies, you know, we're all talking about it, and and they go, you know, like the 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 rain in the deserts drop by twenty percent, and the plant life is going like like everything's going extinct in the desert. There's very little, you know, life left in the desert. 
mm-hmm. because an area that already has very limited rain has 20% less and has nothing to do with global warming, but everything to do with this, you know, solar panel field. And, uh, but again, like I, we have no proof because we're not there doing any tests, but it makes sense. And I was like, yeah, because, you know, think about it. The earth, the dirt itself needs the solar energy just does. Right. So if we're taking that and using it for ourselves, what are we doing? And the thing is we already block the dirt when it's with concrete and asphalt from, you know, with the sun. So, uh, but even still plants are still able to grow through them. But if, if we use something like solar panels, what are we really doing to the, uh, to the earth? Sure. Just don't know. And, and it can create like, is a tomato still healthy? Seriously. We have these tomatoes do tomatoes today still have the same vitamins and nutrients that tomatoes used to have 40 years ago. Same thing with oranges, avocados. We just don't know because we never really tested it back then. But we do know now that it has less nutrients, but we don't know for sure. We're just making conclusions based on observations, but we just don't know. And until somebody really sits down and studies like, hey, look, is solar energy really helpful? Is it really going to help us? Right. Obviously, it doesn't work. Because the government's involved. It's that simple. Long story short, whenever the government's involved, nothing works properly. Even the military. We got the biggest military in the world. But guess what? In Vietnam, we didn't fight anybody. We we held back. Mm -hmm. In Korea, we held back. In Afghanistan, we hold back. Even going to war, they don't even do it right. (laughs) They used to do it right. But ever since they start losing wars, it's like, yeah, we'll just go over there, waste money, and make billions of dollars in defense. Because, oh, we got this threat here. We got this threat here. But I'm not kidding you. The government is, I mean, I can't think of one thing the government does right. Not one. Seriously, I'm trying to think the military was an easy one. But no, because we keep losing wars. (laughs) They don't even do that right. You know, we got the biggest military on the planet. Bigger than Russia way bigger than china like okay so like china has uh an equal economy to ours they're equal even though they have more people we still generate more revenue than china because china depends on stolen uh uh stolen tech and other types of stolen technologies yeah they're not developing their own tech so the problem with that is even though it's still stolen with the sheer number that they have over there their economy still is equal to ours but what makes us greater is our military is at least 10 times bigger than theirs and if they start spending money on defense they're gonna they're gonna go into collapse mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's kind of like what happened in russia russia you know, at Russia's hey, you know, I mean, people don't realize this, but in Russia's heyday, their economy was only 40% to ours, which makes China like feet really good. Like, because China's economy sure. equal, like literally the exact same amount. Their yeah. GDP is our GDP. 
but their GDP is based on stolen tech, you know, it's, that sucks for them. And they don't spend money on military. They just not, don't. Well, yeah, not to the same degree. They do have a military, but no, it's No, not- they do, but it's the 10th of the size of ours. Like, people don't realize how big our military is. Like, it's, you know, think about it. We're in Japan. We're in off the coast. of. The, we're not in the Philippines, but we're off the coast in the Philippines. We are in the Middle East. We are all over Europe. You right. know what I mean? Like, we st- like, our military might as well be the German military because it's our military presence is bigger than the German military itself. You know, our bases in Germany has more military than all of Germany uh, military's forces. That's insane. Yeah. Our police department has more military might than all of Canada. <laughs> no, but that's insane. Like, but, but, the, but, the, but it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, how is it that we are defending Germany? It doesn't make any sense. You know, I'm thinking what Russia and they're doing business with Russia instead of us. It makes no sense. I'm thinking we're, I'm telling you, if we stop spending on military, our economy would grow like by double or triple (laughs) because, but if we stop welfare, our economy would grow by five times the amount. I'm not kidding you. Well, we, yeah, because you wouldn't be spending money. You'd be making money. People would be off of welfare and they'd be working. No, and seriously, the money goes, well, I don't know if it'll go back to us, but you're talking about $1.2 trillion every year in tax dollars that we give, whether, I don't know how they get it, whether it's through sales tax, property tax, or just federal taxes, it doesn't matter. $1.2 trillion, over $100 billion every year goes to uh, welfare. That's an insane amount of money. That's $1.2 trillion. That's insane. Yeah, that's But true. it's the same thing with our military. Why are we defending all of these countries? But we do. And that's what makes our military so big. So, oh, man. But anyway, but the point of bringing all that up is just to let the people know everything the government touches doesn't work. From the DMV... <laughs> To the court systems, nothing works. And government subsidized energy like solar. Yeah. But if we did it ourselves, we might be able to get somewhere with you it. Know, when we did do it ourselves, I mean, it worked for us, but it didn't work for the local environment. I mean, that's the truth. It doesn't work. Solar energy, the way how we do it, does not work for the environment. It's going to hurt the trees. It's going to hurt birds. And it really does. Because they, re- they need it. They need that solar energy for like, because, you know, how do dogs and cats produce vitamin? Well, all animals. How do animals produce their vitamin C? Most well, they- sunlight. Well, no, that's vitamin D you're thinking of. No, 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 no. Vitamin D is in the skin. No, we're the only animals that don't produce vitamin C. So. Oh. All other animals, and they produce like 10,000 units of it. So like (laughs) vitamin D, no, no, it's great. No, but I'm glad you brought up vitamin D because vitamin D, 20 minutes in the sun is over 10,000 units of of vitamin D. That's insane. That's that's way stronger than any shot you can get. which, Which is why if you're out in the sun too much, it's actually harmful. 
Yeah, because it's it's too much. Because yeah. it's <laughs> it's way too much. That's insane. Yeah. But but animals need it. So and that's the thing. They produce their own vitamin C. They produce their own vitamin D. Obviously, you know but, it blows my mind that the sun is eight million some miles away, and it has this kind of profound effect on the planet. But I also think that to just. I don't mean to sidebar you real quick, but we used to talk about atmosphere on this show. I think our atmosphere creates a magnifying glass that yeah. actually, you know, enriches it. No, no it- but, but you're right. Like there's, oh God, see, no, you're spot on. It, it's, it's, I, I know exactly. Cause gosh, you hate to say things like this, but you know, <laughs> say things like what? Like, no, like, cause the thing is, you eh, like as a kid <laughs> this is just twisted things we would do as a kid you could burn things oh yeah of course I, you know what i mean so we'd burn ants and things like that just to see it happen but it I, but it can work like that it, it's uh you know certain aspects of the atmosphere can work like a magnifying glass and it's it's really harmful you know it, that's why the sun is really harmful if you get too much of it so it's okay to be in the sun if you're moving around, but if you're just standing still, you just sizzle. You know, like seriously, oh, like you true. literally sizzle. Like that's the perfect analogy because it's like, you know, sunbathing's not good. But yeah. if you're running around, that- I, I was gonna say that about sunbathing. It's like I don't know why women are so hyped on it like crazy. Because here's the thing: if you're out in the sun for too long. It's not about just looking tan. You start to look like a baseball glove after a while. <laughs> that's just how that's just how it works. It literally cooks. But uh, yeah, I didn't want to sidebar you. What were you? No, saying? no, no, no. But that that's a good sidebar because people no because the thing is, uh, we're, we really like that. Like some people actually like that, looking all brown and like overdone and overcooked. <laughs> no, I forgot. There was a famous actor that was known for that. Uh, He's an old actor. I forget his name, but he was like like one of the sexiest men alive. And all of a sudden, he just got into this tanning thing. And and you know what's funny? SpongeBob SquarePants. They do a, a cartoon about sunbathing, and they joined the sun tanning cult. And yeah, and then uh, SpongeBob overdid it so much that he became uh, bleached, <laughs> like super white. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, it's a funny cart. I'm telling you, it's funny as hell. But, um, oh yeah, no, but yeah, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing that we, yeah, like it's totally bad sunbathing, tanning, but you, okay. If you're running around in the sun, it's not the same as just standing still because of exactly what you said. That's a perfect analogy. The atmosphere acts like a magnifying glass because you can get a magnifying glass and if you're moving it around, yeah, it's not going to hurt you. And when you try to direct the beams, but if you can get that magnifying glass to stay still and get that subject to also stay still, you can burn anything. And that's what our atmosphere does. It literally acts like a magnifying glass. That's a good analogy. <laughs> I'm going to use that now. So yeah, it's like a magnifying glass if you stand still. That's why the sun is deadly for sunbathers because it's a magnifying glass and you're cooking. You can't do it for more than 20 minutes before there's an adverse effect but then people go, yeah but i work in the sun for eight hours yeah because you're moving around you know it's different when you're moving but if when you're you- standing still under the sun it's an unpleasant experience after like 60 seconds yeah you're supposed to be in the shade 
<laughs> but you know what? You're not a tree. Trees can take it, but we can't. <laughs> well, yeah, their their leaves are are photosynthetic cells. That's how they yeah. that's how they grow. But, but it's yeah, crazy. the all of that stuff it blows me. Like I never stop marveling at that. I I just like man, like we eat their poop because like like that's their waste. <laughs> the fruit that's their waste. It's amazing. Their yeah. waste is nourishes us because they know how to turn the sun like what would kill us into vitamins and minerals that we need it's crazy how does it do it we don't know but all we know is how to mess things up so does solar energy work yes but it's bad for the environment well let's let's yeah so tell us a little bit more about the background of Solyndra before we wrap this up a little bit because that's a specific Bay Area thing. I didn't think we touched enough on that. I only knew about it a little bit, but that was specifically an Obama subsidized green thing, right? Under one of his uh environmental acts. Yeah. Well, okay, so altogether Obama gave out ten billion dollars to a whole bunch of companies. Solyndra got two. Another company in LA got like five. And no, but it's the truth. All of his, okay, all of Obama's buddies received all of this money for quote unquote solar energy companies. And uh, all of that money is gone. Right. Seriously, all that money's gone. And nobody did anything. Not one person. They investigated it. And just like how they investigated um, Hillary's emails, they go, well, she's sorry. Same thing with Solyndra. Well, they filed bankruptcy and things happen. And then Obama was on TV saying, well, you know, we have to keep trying because it's not a perfected science. And But, but that's basically the gist of it. Obama's people got billions of dollars to do Solyndra and everybody everybody knows look solar energy works don't get me wrong it works but we don't know enough about it to make it work on a grand scale because it's never going to pass environmental regulations it's never going to pass the soil tests mm -hmm. it just doesn't and everybody knew this but they went ahead with it anyway because they're saying well we can perfect it we can perfect it but we can't because it's the sun Nobody's ever been there. We have no idea what's in there. Seriously, we have no idea. We're guessing. We only guess based on what's on the planet Earth. But right. we don't, we, like, because no one's really been to the core of the sun. We don't know. We, we know somewhat about the surface, but we have no idea what's in there. <laughs> One Seriously. solar flare is all it takes to knock out an entire city. <laughs> no, no but it's the truth. Yeah. It's like a... Uh, uh, like the matrix EMP pole and electric magnetic pulse. And no, seriously, solar flares messes up with our cell phones yeah. and messes up with um, connections to our internet. Even if you're hardwired, it could still mess up. Uh, yeah. I finally understood a little bit. This is a bit of a sidebar, but I got to make a Marvel comics reference when uh, I don't know if you ever watched the old fantastic four movie, which yeah. both of them are horrible. Right. But they're the whole cosmic rays. That's a solar flare. Yep. Yeah, no, but it's that's true. a solar storm, is what it is. No, and the th it was funny. Uh, and the thing is, when they said in the context of the movie, "Hey, the sun's rays and the solar cosmic rays or whatnot was what gave birth to all life on Earth," yeah, you're technically not wrong. 
because you need that stuff. But it's so concentrated. It's so like it'll obliterate you that it, it you know, that's the thing. One little spike and, you know, NASA will, will warn and uh, it'll actually knock out entire city. That's always fascinated me how like a solar flare actually causes an entire outage. Like we're talking like the whole grid goes off. And it, no, it's, but it's crazy. Here's a, no, but here's a very interesting theory. Uh, that if you live in outer space, that your blood becomes radioactive. Like it, it's just... Uh, <laughs> But it's not, I'm saying it wrong. It's not radioactive, but it's radioactive. You're going to be immune to certain radiations like nuclear energy. Like if there was a nuclear blast on the earth. Yeah. If you're living in outer space, your blood has been bombarded with radiation its entire life. You know, like all those astronauts, yeah. those suits really don't protect them that much. No, no, they don't. <laughs> because they're... it goes right through them and, you know, it, it protects them somewhat. But let's say you live there your entire life. You come back as like a 50-year-old man. When you go back to Earth, you should be able to withstand a nuclear blast. <laughs> and not what? the actual blast itself. No, no, I know. But the fallout. Is there any so, proof of this? <laughs> no, it's just a theory. Oh, okay. Just okay. Because you're used to all that radiation from outer space. And uh, so there was a show called The 300. That's what that show's about. Like these people are living in outer space their entire lives. And then when they come back to Earth, uh, you know, their blood is special, you know. But that's, a, that, but that's a solid theory. I mean, I don't know if it really is true because no one's ever lived in outer space, but... But, you know, on the other hand, it's probably BS. I don't want to really think about it, but it's a BS theory. But it's still interesting to think, like, what? how would your body react? Because in theory, in outer space, you're about an inch and a half to two inches taller. So, like, you know. <laughs> right, because gravity and, and pulls us towards the Earth. Yeah, your body decompresses. So it just separates and in th- you're not going to have knee joint problems and stuff. That's like for that. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, you don't need anything. So, but at the same time, I mean, those are just interesting things to think about, <laughs> but I mean, you know, but that's the thing. I think the whole fantastic four origin story, that's just nothing but a solar flare that came towards the planet and you just got caught in the middle, but you were in outer space when that happened. So you got hit. <laughs> yeah, and, and the funny thing is, Nobody could disprove it or prove it. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of the things. It's a possibility. And that's why they say, well, it should have killed you, but it didn't, right? You know? Yeah, because that's what we think. We automatically think that, the, you know, these... Well, flares- but when solar flares happen all the time, what goes out is our power, but, like, do our bodies change? I mean, it is radiation. It's a very... It's a radioactive wave. Like, if you ever look at... Like, I'm not wrong. I'm really... I, what I like doing is like I like going on YouTube and looking at like these uh, sort of photographic motions, like videos from, I, I think, NASA, where they actually show the sun and its activity, obviously in a way where you can actually look directly at it. And then there's all yeah. these like little explosions that happen on the surface of the sun because that's literally what's going on. There's millions of nuclear bombs going off on the surface yeah. of the sun. And it's a, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty badass. I gotta say. No, but but I'm telling you now, like when you just think about the power of the sun, and and then you gotta think, like, gosh darn it, you know what I mean? It's like, how can anybody? Well, but then again, like, ah, 
I mean, I, then it's, I don't want to get into it because it's almost the show's almost ending. I know we go off on a tangent forever. It, no, but see, but it makes you wonder like how powerful God is. You know what I mean? Because He did all of these things. Yeah. He's able to do like because people don't people don't realize to travel at the speed of light or even faster than the speed of light because that's what that's really what needs to happen. When that's happening, you know how powerful you got to be to go that fast? The amount of heat, because people don't get it. And, and we spoke about this before. It, it's Heat is very important. And, and negative, you know, uh, freezing temperatures is also very important to sustain such freezing cold temperatures and things that move so quickly. It takes in a massive amount of energy. So, you know what I mean? Just thinking about the sheer power. I mean, think about it. We're marveling at the sun, but imagine all of those things that were described in the Bible. How powerful that you got to. See, but that's, it's, it's, it's amazing. It is absolutely, but it's all theoretically possible, which makes it even more amazing. Because it's, it's more likely true. Like these were our, like, seriously, like, the Old Testament's like the first physics book. Mm -hmm. We just never understood it. And uh, think about it. Does solar energy work? I think at some point it did. But somehow, some way, we messed up with the technology. Because think about it. Those pyramids to this day still last. And I still think somehow, some way, solar energy had to play a part with it. It just had to. Because uh, just like those tires, because we really didn't get into it, but some Israeli company, uh, Japanese automakers, or I, I think we spoke about this already, but all, like everything that we need for the car is mm -hmm. now going to be in the wheels. We could take those wheels off and put it in any chassis and it'll work. No steering, no nothing. Everything's handled by the wheels. Self-driving right. cars. Uh, and it's totally possible now. It's just a matter of time before it you know, it's becomes on the market. But something like that, not government regulated, it'll collapse the economy for a while because if people, everybody starts buying these tires, <laughs> <laughs> these wheels and yeah. whatever, come on, it's going to destroy so many industries. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and that's why, but the thing is like this, it might save the environment. Because maybe finally we can, and, but then again, I still don't think oil drilling for oil is that bad for the uh, environment. I just don't. I mean, think about it. Well, one thing that that pastor said in that video that we talked about is that the earth repairs itself, regenerates itself. And I want to go into another in-depth episode on this show where we talk in thorough detail as to like how that works, right? Because we could spend a whole series and just talk literally about like, disproving some of these things and talking about i mean because because one thing that did it for me were volcanoes volcanoes change literally change the temperature of the of the, of the planet like yeah. by one or two degrees and or greater or greater and it always resets itself no and, but okay but but i gotta say this i know we're gonna run a little long but it's all right see oil how many billions of gallons of oil naturally seep out of, of the earth every single year? Seriously. How many billions of gallons of oil seeps out from the oceans, 
from the you know from the ground it's a natural thing just like the sun is a natural thing we figured out how to use solar how to use oil for energy but how can we use these things without hurting other people or other beings you right. know like whales or anything else and that's the question i believe it works because it's on our planet we could use anything on our planet we just got to do it ethically if we don't do it ethically we're screwed but it will never be ethical if the government runs it and you're going to be broke doing it but you can make money as long as the government isn't involved that's just the truth government's really bad so that's that's my my final thought government bad <laughs> good <laughs> well yeah guys i mean i hope you all got something out of this show i mean why don't you think about this a little bit more so and send us some resources too so we have more to talk about because honestly it's fun to, to hear you guys' input and you know eventually we'll get this set up so we can have call-ins but yeah i mean solar power i think of it my final thought on this is that it's just expensive electricity so it's almost it's more of a novelty item yeah it works but at the same time i mean in the manufacturing of it does it really reduce uh, the, the kind of environmental impact as a lot of these green, you know, activists would like, well, usually not. And it's not something that's applicable to this degree already. Right. Cause you're right. It's an old technology. We've had it for decades, decades. Mm. It's not like it's new. It's like, Oh, it's a new thing. No, it's not a fresh take. It's, it's been around for quite a while. Actually, I think it's been around for as long as, uh, any kind of lithium ion or photovoltaic cell has been around, which that, that, that technology is like a hundred years old. You know, even when you put electromagnetic conductors in, it's like, yeah, if it respond, that's been around for for decades. Tesla, <laughs> since Tesla's since time. Tesla's time, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you all in the next episode, and uh, take care, guys.